Hi, my name is Marvin Harris, the host of the One M Strong podcast. One M Strong is about helping build stronger small businesses. And we're going to have guests that help us learn about doing that. We have Shai from the Toucan family. He's going to talk to us today about building digital audiences and not followers. Welcome, Shai. Marvin, thanks so much for having me. Uh, Super excited for being here. Been working with Marvin and Albie on the Ovals team, uh, me and my partner, Jake, over at Toucan. Our whole thing is uh, really just helping businesses stay competitive in a 2020 landscape. Uh, and there's kind of two ways that we do that. Uh, the first way is that we help them go digital uh, in the sense that we help them build a website. Our goal is under seven days and also build online digital communities. So we do that through Instagram. Uh, we've done that for a few clients now. Uh, we're really just trying to take on this COVID-19 pandemic and help businesses fight through. So if you were to say, like, how do you help small businesses become stronger? Uh, so what, what would you say you, you do for them that they can't do for themselves or you found areas where you could really, really make an impact on them? So Awesome. Yeah. So I would say that there's a, there's two resources that every small business owner has. Uh, the first one being time and the second one being uh, energy. Uh-huh. And so... I think we, in a way, help with both, right? So first thing that we do is alleviate the business owner from maybe already posting to social media. A lot of the, the small businesses that we're working with, people we're talking to, uh, they do have some kind of a social presence, but the problem is that they're spending time uh, in it, but they're not really getting the reward out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really just a knowledge barrier. Um, and so we really help to fill that void by coming in and helping alleviate them from even having to worry about their social media presence and taking that on full time uh, with our management services, but also uh, by applying this knowledge set, uh, we're actually able to get them the returns and attention that they deserve uh, without them needing to spend the time or energy on doing it. Right. Um, So that's a really big piece of it. I think, I think a lot of people look at Instagram uh, as a way to showcase their business, but we kind to, you know, we have to rethink the way that we we look at platforms like Instagram uh, and repurpose them, at, you know, for a for a user generated design path. So a lot of times the clients that we're working with are, you know, if you're a bakery, they're posting pictures of the, the baked goods, but but not necessarily showing pictures of people eating it, right? Uh, and so what ends up happening is uh, clients end up coming in to get a baked good, and the baked good ends up being really good, and that works out really well. Um, but they end up not following through and, and, and it's only because of one simple little thing. And it's like your Instagram needs to have faces on it. Right. Um, and so we kind of help apply knowledge sets like that, uh, to small businesses, Instagram accounts. So let's dive into a couple of things you talked about. One, just for the audience that may not know what user centered design is, um, okay. kind of dive <laughs> right. into what that means in a tangible way in terms of, impact on their business or impact on customer or brand uh, loyalty, which I think you, that's what we're kind of getting towards. So could you kind of like speak a little, a little more detail on that for the audience? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, user generated design is, is such an important thing. Uh, you know, you've actually been doing it in the entire development process of your own business. It mm-hmm. uh, doesn't matter what business you do. Um, everybody already does it. They don't know, even realize that they're doing it, okay. uh, which is why it's a cool thing because uh, because it's it's something that, that's already been in front of you. So user-generated design is just that, this idea that you need to keep your customers in mind uh, as you go through the development process. 
Uh, so what that means is when you're doing uh, when you're doing things like building uh, you know a social following, uh, the reason why it's so important to uh, to keep a you know a user centered design mindset uh, is that when you go to build your Instagram following, for example, you want to have your own demographics of people that you're trying to be reaching out to being displayed through your account. Uh, that way you're building familiarity and stuff like that. But if you had different people, right, uh, it wouldn't make as much sense because now we're we're basically marketing to a different crowd that's not the same as the one that is the people that are daily customers, right? right. Um, and, and that carries over into other things too, right? So, I mean, <clears throat> even your messaging, your branding, uh, your online personality, uh, digital voice, um, as you like to call it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's all that stuff kind of ties in. And, it, and if it's not... You don't know who's going to, uh, then it's hard to kind of set that up to be able to actually bring people in to track people, right? Because you don't know how to attract somebody that you can't define. Okay, so, um, so let's dive into that for a second. So what, what tips would you give them to start to the journey of defining who their customer is? Because I think that's kind of what you're getting at, or at least their, their, their profile of a customer yep. on in a yep. digital way that's authentic and real, you know, so... So, so that's actually one of the coolest reasons why uh, I think people need to be on Instagram. Business need to be on Instagram is because you uh, you can basically find your number one competitors, mm-hmm. search them up, and uh, see exactly what they're doing on their page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you then also have access to all their followers. So when you go accrue your own followers, you can actually just contact their followers uh, to build your own uh, following base. Uh, but you can also just see how the other business operates, right? You can see their brand feel, their style guides. You can see all that kind of stuff. So having access to that is so important because instead of going out and reinventing the wheel every time you're starting a business, you can just go find out what your top three competitors are doing uh, and mm-hmm. figure out how to be better, right? Because we already know what works, right? Um, so if we can just stay consistent with what works, then everything else should kind of come uh, inherently, right? Okay. So if you were to give them like a five-step plan, like uh, what would you tell them to do? Step one, step two, step three, four, five, uh, what would that be? Yep. Like, like I, I don't know nothing, anything. I, I wasn't online and then COVID's now forcing me to become digital. Where, sh- where should I start? Because yeah. I got 50,000 marketing people telling me this stuff I have no <laughs> idea about. And it all sounds the same. I don't know. who. Right, the- right. So how, how do we navigate the landscape? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's the criteria? Like, you know, I want a I big bread. I don't want to be doing this. So I just want people to come yeah, in right. and buy my bread, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There so, it is. There it is. Exactly. So, so, uh, what would so you we'll, tell we'll go from, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the first thing is, uh, to, to gain a, a, a digital following, you need to have uh, something that people can look at. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that really starts with the website. First thing that we say to everybody, uh, you know, not only do you need to have a website, but you need to have a website that clearly, uh, shows people what your pain point is and, and why you're the one to solve it. Mm. Uh, but it also needs to look, you know, nice on the eyes, right? Uh, you want to have a, a website that's consistent with your designs uh, because your, your digital presence, you, you want, no matter what digital platform that you're on, you want to be able to make sure that all the stuff that you're putting out, all your content uh, is consistent uh, so that people know that to relate it back to you, right? Okay. Uh, so we build a website as in a way like a style guide uh, to the business. Uh, so I'll say first place, first thing to do is that uh, find out a find out a website hoster. I, I wouldn't go out and build your own thing and code your own thing entirely. I would do something with uh, I would do something with the website builder that already exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I mean by that is 
look at the Squarespaces, the Wixes, the all those guys of the world because they've already got templates and stuff that a lot of these guys can already work off of. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing I would say is uh, you really want to define your audience then. So now that you have a website, you want to define your audience that you can make sure that everything that you're, you're building uh, is consistent with your with the people that you're trying to reach out to, right? Uh, so you want to figure out who your top three competitors are. That's step number two. Uh, find your top three competitors. Uh, look them up on Instagram. Uh, search their entire business. Figure out what they're doing, how many times a week they're posting, when they're posting. Figure out what hashtags they're using and, and kind of just make a list of all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number three is going to be, now that we know your top three competitors, you have a website. Uh, go ahead and actually make the Instagram account. Uh, and begin posting com- uh, content that's either A, su- like consistent with what's been working, uh, or that's B, a unique value add to the information that's already been being provided, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you're out, if you're offering unique, valuable information, then people are going to follow you to, to get your unique, valuable information, right? Okay, so, so, so that's um, a big part of it. Okay, so um, let's dive into that. What do you define as valuable information? Because like a lot of people might struggle with uh, defining that for themselves. So could you give okay. us an example, like in a real world, even if it's a big brand, but just example that they might be able to leverage to kind of think through that exercise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> we're saying, uh, say that one more time for me, Marvin. Oh, sure. I said, can you kind of give us an example of a value that they might offer yeah. um, that might help them figure out how to tell to articulate that in a, in a digital medium, whether it be Instagram or, or any other plat Facebook or whatever other platforms they're, they're trying to use. So, yeah. Yeah. So I would say, uh, so kind of looking for a use case, right? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is that so kind like of an example, like yeah. I'm going to post on this. Like, hey, like I'll use our, us as an example. I want people to know about this podcast, right? I'm posting yep. about the digital audiences because I understand that that's something small businesses may need help with, especially in this transitional phase that we're in. So what should I say to bring, to let people know the value I'm offering? I bake goods, right? So yeah, think of it in that that kind of context. Mm -hmm. So sharing content like that is is actually super important too, right? That's really just relationship building too, in in, in a way. Mm-hmm. I think is the best way to look at that because you don't want to go down the path of uh, people thinking one thing or another thing. You want to make sure that uh, your messaging is clear, right? And so one of the best ways that I think keeping a consistent messaging uh, for a company, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the best ways to do that is actually to just focus on the problem, right? Uh, focus on what the what that company feels every day uh, and really just talk about those points, right? So, uh, you know, for for us, in a way, right? So for Team Ovals and, and Team Toucan, I mean, our whole thing is we're saving businesses time and energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that which is which is our biggest ploy. And so if we're able to put out messaging that hits on that, that really just says, look, like we get it, your your time is valuable, right? Um, and your energy is valuable, right? So these two things are all that you have going for you during the day. And so if, if we can't find a way to make those two things successful, then uh, you know you, you're gonna have a failing business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would say really just connect with them on their problem. Um, cause that's one of the biggest things, right? If you can yeah. connect with them on the problem, then they're going to, they're going to band with you to go find a solution. Right. Right. Um, 
but a lot, a lot of times people just want to know that their voices are heard. Uh, and they really just want to also know that whatever they're doing, uh, that there is a, you know, there is somebody who's also battling that problem, but also looking to fix it. Okay. Um, and so I, I would say as, as, as far as that, I, you know, th- th- that's really what I would say there. If that's the path that you want to take, mm-hmm. um, then th- there's a lot of companies that do this, right? I mean, if you think about it, a lot of these, a lot of companies out there right now uh, are doing stuff with like uh, memes, right? So they have all these, they're pushing up all these memes and they're doing all this stuff. And a big part of the memes is, you know, they're, they're building that connection of like, oh my gosh, I have this problem, right? Uh, trying to build that connection. So they, you know, making a meme out of it, everybody laughs and it, and it kind of becomes a connection point now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, although just as a quick tidbit, if you are putting memes on your Instagram account, uh, I would highly recommend that you, uh, you change the way that you're doing that. Uh, I, I, w- I will throw out a little tip uh, while, while, <laughs> while we're on here. Um, <laughs> if, if you do want to put out memes uh, to anybody that's watching this or listening to this, um, I recommend that you make an Instagram story highlight uh, and don't actually put it in your feed um, because you want your feed to have that, maintain that consistent look and feel. Um, But that's just a, that's just a quick tidbit. (laughs) No, 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 no. This is good stuff. Um, So let's just kind of dive into something you said. Um, You also off air, we, you've talked to me about business value and having something you give away or do every week consistently. So, can you kind of talk to like framing that or why that's important to the audience, like your audience that you're trying to build, like why having yep, something yep. like that is important. So, yeah. Kind of doing the posting every week thing, you know, posting mm-hmm. consistently. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so that goes, that goes kind of back to what we were just saying too, in a way, right. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to build a relationship with somebody, uh, you know, if, if you're dating, a, if you're dating a girl and, Let's say, for example, you know, it was kind of just an example. It's like if you got set up a date and uh, and she didn't show up, I mean, you'd be a little upset, right? <laughs> yeah, um, probably. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah my wife might be more upset, upset, but hey, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So that's kind of what it is. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly, <laughs> in exactly, way, right. Yeah. In a way, in a way, we're we're, we're trying to build this, this relationship, right? So yeah, exactly. it's like if we're trying to build a relationship, then we got to show up on the days yeah, that exactly. we're saying we're going to show up, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. It's, it's so important. So it's like, so it, it gives the customer an opportunity. It also lets that customer feel like that time is there, is their moment with you or, or kind of however you want to explain that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's totally up to you. Right. Um, but it, it's just, it's really about relationship building. Right. I mean, if you can maintain a strong relationship with somebody, you really want to take those same things that you're doing to maintain that successful relationship and apply that to what you're doing with your, with your online mm-hmm. following. Right. When you're building that digital voice, it's all about, I mean, it's literally all about uh, finding ways to create consistency uh, with not only your content, but also your, 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 you know, your digital behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the more consistent that you can be, the more familiar that, per, you know, clients and customers and users and followers are going to become with you, right? Um, so you really want to drive that home. I mean, you really want to be there. You, you have to show up, right? Uh, you know, you can't get a job. You can't get a job if you don't show up for the interview. <laughs> uh, so you got to show up. Uh, and, uh, and, and the second thing that you need to do is, is really just provide that content. That's going to make them want to show back up to meet you. Right. Um, so again, you know, we can go back to the dating situation, right? Mm-hmm. You can be dating a girl and, and maybe she does show up. Right. But she's just like the opposite of your type. 
Mm. You know, like maybe you like like real quiet girls and she's real loud and she's real wild. And she does a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like now I don't know. Now I don't know if I like this girl anymore because she's just different than what I'm looking for. Right. Um, and that's the same thing. Right. So <clears throat> in our situation here, if, if you go and say so you're following an account now, you're, you know, you've been showing up because you're kind of, you're interested in what the, what the company offers. Then all of a sudden you show up and you start finding out they're posting content that has nothing to do with anything that you do, mm. or that's just not helpful. Right. I mean, both of those things can, can take away from, from an opportunity really. Right. I mean, on the company's perspective, they have an opportunity to create a connection and add value through whether it's through information or uh, perspectives. Right. Uh, and, and the client has an opportunity to connect with that. Right. Um, so it's really just, it, it, it's very important that you're keeping your, your customers in mind and, and making sure that you're building something uh, that makes sense with what they're building. Right. That makes sense with what their customer pain points are. Uh, and, and to do that, you have to show up. That's really the biggest thing. Uh, your content has to show up. It has to be valuable. And, and you, your, you know, your digital behaviors need to be consistent with, with the things that you're saying. Interesting. So something else uh, people always struggle with is where should I be? Like what platform should I be on and, and what, which one should I pick? Because there's so many different ones, you know, a lot like Gary Vee or these people, they always talk about social media is real estate and you need to find where you want to, what, what lot you want to buy in. And you may want to look for something that's undervalued, right? So how would you recommend they decide, okay, I should be on Instagram because I, I don't, if I have 10 different platforms, it's just overwhelming. Like, should focus on one, focus on two. Uh, what what's kind of the yep. process you yep. recommend? Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's huge. That that's, that's mm -hmm. another huge one. So, uh, we're gonna keep on using this uh, this your your dating a girl example. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, this is a great one here too. So. Um, hey, or a guy. So like, we don't want to be biased. Or a guy. So yeah, yeah, or either a guy. way. Well, of course, yeah, of course. Either way. Whatever, either yeah. Way. Whatever yeah. Your yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> whatever your flavor whatever yeah. your flavor yeah, yeah whatever, well, whatever you're on that's what we're on there we go there we go yeah exactly so yeah yeah so um yeah so let's say that let, 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 let's say yeah let's say you're, you know you're dating a girl guy uh wh whatever it is for you right i mean mm -hmm. whatever that is for you um you know you're showing up for your date uh let's let's use the example now of you're showing up for your date you're doing your thing you're getting your groove everything's going well uh and now you're trying to figure out you know, what she's looking for, right? Or he's looking for, right? So, mm -hmm. so now we're saying, do you want the customer that's going to be running around, uh, you know, the girl that's going on dates with four or five different guys uh, or, you know, the, the, the guy that's going on a date with four or five different girls, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and, and so the thing is, you, you don't want either of those, right? Um, you want the one that's committed to you, right? Right. Um, you want the one that's, that's spending all their time and energy uh, and their passion and showing you all their love uh, in, in a way that's, that's again, building that connection, building that relationship. And so if we can't do that, right, then we start to lose our customers, right? So I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. So if you were to be posting, let's just, let's just pick two social media platforms right now. We'll say Instagram and we'll say, uh, we'll say Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. So if we do Instagram and Twitter um, and, and we're really hammering people with content, media, we're throwing a whole bunch of stuff at them. There's two things that, that you're going to notice. One, uh, one of those social medias is going to reside over the other. Uh, and that's going to be for a combination of reasons, right? I mean, your, your clientele are already existing uh, 
on, you know, let's, let's say a multitude of, of social media accounts, but mm-hmm. as a business owner, it's your, it's your job to kind of figure out which one are they living on the most. Right. Um, and, and, and that's where you want to be. Right. I mean, you want to get yourself in front of, of your clientele. I'll, I'll give you an example, kind of what I'm talking about, just kind of, kind of help people wrap their head around it. So if you were to look at, uh, you know, live stream gaming, right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, if you're, if you're a, a streamer, right. And, and, you know, you're a gamer and you stream all your content and there's a lot of them out there. Uh, you know, if you're trying to reach out to that guy, I was just talking to a client like this past week. Uh, if that's your clientele, you don't want to be marketing on Instagram. Okay. Right. Because most gamers don't really use Instagram, right. They're on Reddit. Mm. Right. And you can't really advertise necessarily on Reddit. Um, so now what are you going to do? Right. Well, there's Twitch. So you can advertise on Twitch. They're also live streaming on Facebook now, right? Mm. So there's a, there's a big demand there. So it's, you want to figure out where they're going and where, you know, where they are and where they want to go, right? Because uh, if there's a shift, and that means that there's an opportunity space for you there, right? So that means you can get in there and, and, and maybe even get lower rates than what you're paying on where everybody else is already existing, right? Um, so it's really, it's really finding the one. It's really finding the one or two that really work for you. Um, and really just driving those home because uh, you don't want to go spread yourself too thin because then in that case, you're, you're not able to connect with your customers in a meaningful way. Right. But if you really nail down two of them, then everything else becomes easy. Right. Because now, you know, you're able to map out exactly what kind of content your customers are looking for and you're able to provide that to them. But then you're also able to just connect with them again, in that one spot. Right. So if you're going on that date. You want to you want to make sure that both of you guys are showing up to the same place. Mm. That's <laughs> right? a great you analogy. Guys want to to the same that's a great analogy. Right? Yeah. There you go. That's that's so, so that's kind of that's great. Yeah. That's kind of my mindset there. Okay, so uh, something you always talk about when we have our one-on-one conversations is the difference between an audience and a follower. Can you kind of describe yep. that for uh, for the people listening out there? To they, you always focus on people should be focused on getting audiences and not accumulating followers. What what does that yeah. mean for people, and why are you so passionate about that topic? So, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's a big button one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody's always worried about uh, getting the number count. Uh, every, you know, everybody wants a thousand followers, right? Everybody wants 500 followers. Everybody wants, uh, you know, their first 10,000 followers, right? They want the big 10 K on their account. But the problem is if that's the path that you're taking, what you're going to end up doing is, um, getting a bunch of people that are following you for maybe all the wrong reasons. Right. Mm. Um, it's much better to have, I'll put it like this, you know, the best way to explain this one, right. Uh, would you rather have, uh, if we're kind of flip the script, right. Would you rather have, 10% of a, of a $1 billion company, right? Uh, or would you rather have 100% of a $10 million company, right? And so the, the question is there, right? I mean, when you're building a business the same way, right? I mean, do you want to give up a little bit to get a little bit? Uh, or are you going to, are, are you willing to, or do you just want to kind of man through it on your own, right? And, and kind of build this own thing on your own. And the thing is, I'll be honest with you, uh, it, it really is no different with, with your social media presence, right? Mm-hmm. You want to, you want to be able to build a real connection with somebody, and in order to grow authentically, uh, it's about your team and the people that are within it, right? Uh, the second you start getting worried about all the all the numbers and stuff like that and all that kind of stuff is when you lose your what I like to call super fans, 
Mm-hmm. And so your super fans are the guys that are going to go tell the world about who you are. Right? So the less time and energy that you spend on every one of those customers, on every given customer that's really passionate and fired about what you're doing, means that you're spending it on somebody else who might or might not, you're trying to sell, right? And when you're in that selling phase, that's when you're burning time, right? Um, so you, you, want people, you want people that are going to be a part, passionate of what you're doing, a part of what you're doing, and excited about building the future of what you want to build. Um, and the best way to do that is to engage an audience uh, and not worry about the follower. Uh, because in reality, what you really want to do is create that group mentality, right? Uh, you want everybody to know everybody's together in this. We're a team. And, you know, we're all a part of solving this problem. Uh, and in order to do that, you know, you, you need to worry about the community as a whole and not necessarily uh, your follower count. Oh, that's very interesting. So something else we always talk about is uh, paid ads versus and also transactions on social yeah. media. I know. So, yeah. And because for a small business, that's a fear factor. I'm going to go on Google. I got to spend this many thousand a month. I have to go on Facebook. And their whole business life is like based on how much energy they might get from those those ads. And Because if those right. customers don't find them, they it kind of narrows their scope of who can buy from them. So what do you recommend they do to maximize their uh, investment in the in building communities so they don't overspend yeah. but they spend enough to get impact over the course of totally. time right so yeah totally totally yeah mm-hmm. that's a huge one marvin um okay i'm actually really happy you asked me this because i feel like a lot of people are approaching this in just such a and in, in, in a way you could call it a, a desperate way as opposed to like a methodical way right so okay. a lot of people build that online following they build the presence and then all of a sudden they go oh my gosh you know now we have everything set up uh, what are we going to do? We're going to spend a, a boatload of money on, on outbound marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Outbound marketing being, uh, you know, these advertisements, these promos, uh, all of these, you know, if, if you hear about hiring, bringing in, working with like a, um, somebody to, to promote your work. I, I, there's just, there's so many different ways to, to, to do this. Right. And so there's just, there's the, the sad part is even if you're working with these influencers, right? Like the sad thing is you're going to, end up spending a whole bunch of money. You're definitely going to get money back. And I'm not saying that at all, but a much better way to do it is keep all that internal, right? Mm. Um, focus more on outbound marketing instead of inbound, right? I'm oh, sorry. Inbound. Focus more on inbound marketing instead of uh, outbound marketing, right? right. Um, because inbound marketing says, look, I'm not going to go pay some company to go market my, my, you know, to put out these promotions, these ads that are hopefully going to help out. Maybe they don't. Um, but what I'd rather do is actually now that I already have this following that's following me specifically because they care about the problem, right? That they, they share this problem, right? I'm going to give them valuable opportunities to have access to what I'm offering, right? Mm. Um, if you do that, then, then what that says is, look, like, not only do I understand that you have this problem, are we building a community around the problem and we're solving it, but we're also giving you an opportunity, uh, uh, you know, a, a more accessible opportunity uh, to solve it for yourself. Right. Um, and what that does is it shows that you're creating change, but it also does something else, which I think is really cool and really important, uh, which is actually say, look, we're not just into this to make money, right? We're here to help you too. We're, we're here for the community, right? Um, a lot of companies are going into situations and saying, it's all about us. We want your money. We want you to pay us some crazy amount of money every month. You got to do this. You got to do that, blah, blah, blah. But what ends up happening is you find yourself in this, this spiral, right? So now you're in a spiral saying, okay, well, 
you know, we, we care about you. We're also paying for promotions to, 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 act, to get to you. Right. And the last thing is, you know, <laughs> we're, we're stuck now in, in this spiral, right. In this vicious spiral where we're not really getting what we want. Our customers are happy, but they're not really energized and emphatic about what we're building. Right. Uh, and so how do we, how do we do that? Right. And the answer is just give them what they want. Hmm. Right. Give them opportunities to get what they want. Right. And what they want is, uh, is what you're selling. Right. Uh, so making that more accessible, building competitions and, uh, contests like that through on a digital platform to actually access those things, uh, will speak leaps and bounds, uh, about your company beliefs and, and, and values as well. Um, so really it just does help you full circle. That's interesting because um, on my last podcast, but just in general sphere, you know, people are talking a lot about purpose and brand. And I, and I believe that your purpose must be part of your brand story more than ever before. So uh, you're hitting on something. I think a lot of not only small businesses, but all business owners need to really think about. We're being kind of forced to show who we what we stand for, and who we are uh, as a result. Uh, of a lot of things that are taking place in the world. And so you don't have to be political or anything, but just why do you exist and what do you want to your audience to think about you when your brand comes up to them? And how do you want them? Make, yeah. How do you want them to feel when they think about your brand? You need to think you need to, that story needs to be thought through internally. So then you can express it externally. Right. So if you don't yeah, know really. the answer, you can't, uh, express it to the world, <laughs> right? So, right, right. That, that's an exercise <laughs> right. I think people need to think about uh, as they go through that process. Um, so, one uh, one other thing I want to touch on before we um, uh, go to the next topic was you're re- you're very passionate about POS uh, expenses, yes, and you're also very passionate about driving down uh, you know transaction costs from POS systems. Can you kind of talk to one? why you're why that's so important and how people can accelerate uh transactions digitally without necessarily incurring that expense yeah absolutely so mm-hmm. you know a, a lot of small businesses operate off margin right mm-hmm. uh you know everything that they're doing their margins are, are are so important right i mean the food industry right the food industry uh their margins are so small um and the reason why is because you know, they're, they're a product, but then they're also a service tied to the product. So it's like, you're, you're paying everybody out. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's a much more elaborate ecosystem that has to play uh, for that to happen. Right. So, uh, the, you know, the, the idea there is, uh, always, if you, if you have extra costs that you don't need to be spending, obviously we, we want to cut those out. Right. Um, but I think, you know, POS systems, uh, have become this idea that they're, you know, they're, they're, they're changing right now, right? They're, they're changing so rapidly uh, and, and there's incredible ones out right now. Uh, whether it's, you know, uh, I think it's either Level or Bevel is one of them. Uh, and, 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 you know, they're growing actually really quickly. Uh, and the whole reason why is because they just figured out that in order to be uh, an all-in-one POS system, it, you know, it needs to be able to uh, integrate with everything, but it also needs to be autonomous, right? So, Nobody wants to be going in and, and, and doing these things that they're that they don't know how to do already, right? To keep track of stuff, right? Right. Um, 
so, so the problems there are, you know, are you going to use, you know, the bevels of, of the company? I, I believe it's bevels or levels of the company uh, or, you know, of the world. Uh, or are you going to go find a solution for yourself that's, that's going to work, right? I mean, you want to find something that, that's at the crossroads of cost efficient and, and makes sense, right? So, so I, I would say that whole topic is, is, is really complex, um, actually. But the best way to navigate it really is, is to really just figure out, you know, what kind of company you are, right? You need to know what kind of company you are. You know what kind of a POS system you need, right? Uh, and at the end of the day, I mean, if, if you can do some stuff manually or, or change the way that you're interacting with your POS system to save you a little bit extra money, I highly recommend that companies really think through what the cost structure is on these POS systems and figure out what they can be doing differently to make sure that they're getting the, the most out of it, right? Right. Um, because what ends up happening is, you know, people pay for this service, they pay for this platform, they pay for this thing, and then, you know, this whole, t- you know, time passes, uh, and they're still paying these fees that they were paying before, uh, and, and they kind of don't really see that benefit. Uh, so I would really say, look, like, if, if, if you're looking into POS systems, if, if you think that POS systems are what, you, what your business needs in order to survive and compete, uh, which I think is, is definitely a direction that people need to be thinking, um, then what you want to be doing next is really figuring out what it is that your business needs through the POS system. Because uh, there's a lot of different services out there. Uh, and so not only are, 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 do you want to figure out what your business needs, but you need to figure out uh, which one really has the best offering at the same time and how you can still make that work, right? Uh, don't give up on it just because it's it's got a different name, right? Um, a lot of times you, you'll be surprised kind of what you find, right? Uh, that there's there's different companies. I mean, even Squarespace, and that's really what we set people up on, uh, has incredible offerings, right? Um, Wix, incredible offerings. Uh, and so there's just different stuff like that that I really want businesses to maintain that open mindset to uh, because it, it'll completely change the way uh, that, they're, that they're able to operate and also changes the way now that they look at their business, right? I mean, everything that we do with Toucan uh, and especially you guys do with Ovals, um, it's all about one thing, right? And, and that's helping the business owner enjoy running their business again, right? And it's like, if we can't find ways to do that, uh, then, then, you know, then we're almost have no value. <laughs> um, so that, that, that was yeah. kind of my, my long-winded answer. No, uh, no, that's, to, not a, to, that's, that's uh, good content. Because um, you always talk about d- running transactions through your social media platforms. And I, yep. I think a lot of people don't realize they can do that. So can you just touch on that real quick? Like how people yeah. can enable trend, uh, business trend, people to transact with them through their social media after they build these audiences that you mentioned earlier. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's another huge thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, some businesses don't even need to have websites. Right. Right. And they don't even realize it yet. Right. So, so there's some business out there that are, are spending so much money to have this website and build this thing and do all this stuff and manage content and all that. And it's like, you know, your Instagram is, is, is where your business needs to live. Right. I mean, um, Instagram is, is, is the number one platform that every single business should be on. Uh, and it's because it's designed specifically with businesses in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they tried to do that with Facebook a little bit. It fell flat. Uh, and then, you know, a whole nother company, Instagram popped up and then, you know, obviously Facebook bought it out because they found out that they were doing a better job than they were. Right. <laughs> uh, exactly. So, so the mindset there is, look, I mean, your Instagram account does so much, does so much. Uh, and, and it, you really want to sit down with it and just better understand how to use it as a tool. Right. Don't look at it as a, as a must 
as a must, right? You know, a lot of people look at their Instagram or social media accounts as like, I have to do this, but you should want to do it. Um, mm. Because look, you, you know, you can sell all of your stuff through your Instagram um, and, and it can become a living, breathing, uh, you know, like asset to, to your business, right? And I think that's so cool because if, if you can connect with people right through Instagram, uh, then your entire business can, can operate and make money and grow uh, all through one portal. Uh, and if you can do that, then I mean, you're in business, right? Right. Uh, and so a lot of the ways that we walk people through uh, really how to utilize their Instagrams to kind of become that marketplace uh, is really just by leveraging their uh, Instagram story highlight. Uh, yeah, Instagram story highlights. Um, and so we can create different collections uh, that help us display products or give more information on products. Uh, and then we just connect that with the checkout and then you're right there. Uh, so now your Instagram has become your whole portal uh, to to building a, a better connected business, right? That's pretty powerful. So if um, if you were to say, like, what worries you about the future of digital audience building for small businesses? Uh, yeah. What, what would you? What would be those top things that you would mention to them? Yeah. So a lot of fears. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what what I'm concerned about is uh, the the really, really rich, basically building out the, you know, building out those online followings mm-hmm. uh, and then doing all the payments and stuff uh, to create like an overpowering, dominating uh, presence, which then decredits, you know, some of the smaller guys. Um, you know, so kind of what I mean by that is if, if you know where you're going to be shopping for the rest of your life, what makes you want to shop someplace else? Mm. Right. And so if, if, if social presence, the social media, and all this stuff, if all they're doing is giving people, you know, more of a presence that, than others based off of their, their engagement, but then also based off the amount of money they're putting into it, um, then what's to say that the smaller guys are, you know, how, how much harder is it going to get day over day for the smaller guy to, you know, establish himself, right? I mean, if, if you think about it, you know, let's say, again, let's say you're going back on that date again, right? If you're going back on that date again, and now, you know, there's if it was just you and her or, you know, you and him, then in that situation, you know, it's a one-on-one relationship. Everything's great. But if there's, if there's, you know, if it's a four and one and, and she or he is picking and, and now you're like, Oh wow. Like now I don't know what to do because now I got to figure this out. Like which one of my, which one works for me. Right. Uh, which one connects with me? Which, which one do I want the most? Well, on, the social medias, for example, uh, the way that that decision would be, be made, whereas for the, you know, for the partner, right, it would be, you know, is it, are they compatible? It, it's based off real, real metrics, right? Real things, real qualitative uh, characteristics, right? Um, the difference between that and, and social media or online presences or, or even websites or anything, right, is that then once you go, once you go digital, uh, the future could, could be, right, that, what happens now is, okay, well, now that all the big tycoons are in, right, and they're saying, look, like, you know, we've made all this money, we're doing everything that we're doing, uh, and we're just going to keep up pumping the system with money, right, uh, and creating content and overpowering everybody else. Then what happens is now you have more content out, which means you're fighting just to be seen amongst other people that are posting more too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you're also uh, competing in the sense that you still, not only now that you've gotten hurt, people know who you are, now you still need to dominate over the other people that have already built up their own establishment, right? Um, and so that's why it's so difficult too when, it, when, when, when all these platforms keep on changing their algorithms, it's impossible for small businesses 
uh, to still keep up to date and understand what's going on with these different algorithms that are getting published, right? Like mm-hmm. it's quite literally, it's, it's insane. I mean, Instagram, for example, changes their algorithm all the time, mm. right? And so what happens is the way it used to work was, you know, anybody could build, anybody could build a digital following. Anybody could build that digital following. And with that digital following, you know, you could build a business, right? Right. But the problem was in order to do that, people were spamming other accounts. Mm. Right. So sending out like mass messages, sending out okay. mass following. Okay. Right. So Instagram was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't have that. Right. A lot of a lot of like social media platforms, right? They're like, wait a minute, guys, wait a minute, guys. Our users are complaining. We we can't do that. So what do they do? They made it so much harder now uh, for a company to gain a following, mm. to gain like a, a crazy big following, which at first people were like, Oh my gosh, that's the worst thing ever. Da, da, da. But then we realized it's actually the best thing you know, these social media platforms are ever done. Hmm. And the reason why is because it, it, it forces, you know, pages and communities to really engage with the community and not engage with the follower, you know, not, not worry about the follower count. It's more about how do we create a true authentic experience for our customer base. Um, and so if you think about that, that's actually a really cool thing. Um, yes. And so it's really just playing within the realms of, of what makes sense. That's, that was great. I uh, just want to say, um, and I think it's important because it's like human centered, human centered digital connections, right? Because as this COVID kind of world, so to speak, we need to find ways to connect with humans when we're not together, right? Because that might be more part right. of our lives than it ever was before in our work life and in some of our personal uh, socializations. And so I think it's important to that create real experiences, even on in a digital way. Um, so if you were to kind of talk to, so what excites you about the future of building audiences uh, digitally? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think what's going to happen is people are going to become much better hearsed in, um, in what they're passionate about. Mm. Um, you know, so I, I think that's where it becomes really exciting. I think people are going to start our beginning you know, the biggest trend that social media is really bringing around is, is just community building. Right. So mm-hmm. I think what, what, what that means is people are looking for communities now uh, in order to go do the things that they want to do. Right. So when they're passionate, I think people are excited about sharing now. Right. Um, and so I think when passion and sharing kind of hit that crossroads, uh, I think incredible things happen. Right. Um, to be able to say that you can take some, you can take somebody who, for example, you know, if you wanted to get into something like fishing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can now just go join a community online. Right. That would teach and educate you tips and tricks and, and share their experiences going fishing, right? Um, and I said, you know, I think of that mindset, what that means then is uh, everything that they're doing and everything, the whole way that they work, no matter what they're doing, how it's happening or whatever, all of that now is, is brought together within a community where people are sharing ideas fostering collaboration and, and, and just talking about things. Right. Uh, so what I'm excited for, uh, is to really see that become proactive, right. See that be seeing that kind of, these kind of functionalities becoming a, a, a proactive testament to what society can offer. Um, because I think when you do that, I think, I think it gives opportunities now for anybody, uh, you know, if, if, if if you're looking to pick up a new hobby, if you're looking to learn a new trick, if you're looking to, to engage with different people, to expand your mindset on a new topic, you know, all these things now, it's like, 
we can now immediately have access to content and, and communities and groups that are going to help us expand our knowledge in different like areas. Um, and I think that value offering is incredible. Uh, so I, I'm really excited to see how that takes form, you know, definitely in the next couple of years here. Because uh, I, think, I think that could be a really cool thing, a really cool trend to watch. So, you know, they're calling the post-COVID thing the what's next economy. So what do you think, for small businesses in particular, how do you think audiences, these audiences will look for them in this post-COVID economy uh, as we kind of shift to this reopening and, and different things of that nature? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think, I think that's, that's explained really with, I think that's explained with kind of what's, you know, what's, what's the trend that's going on right now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we take a look at just the, the trends and things that are going on right now and how everything's working, I mean, uh, you, know, biz, you know, people are at home on their couches, right? And that's just what it is, right? I mean, everybody's at home on their couches and they're, and they're still trying to stay connected and they're still, you know, they're more so on social media now than they were before. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they have that time variable plan for them, right? Um, and so what that means is, you know, businesses are, are want, you know, businesses need to go digital because they're looking for accessibility. But the only reason why that works is because people are more accessible now than ever because they're sitting at home on their couches, mm. right? Scrolling through social medias and websites and, and just seeing different things, right? Um, so my mindset there is, you know, if you're going to go do something like that, if you're going to go take that route where, you know, we acknowledge that people are at home on their couch, you know, maybe even bored, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that right now people are learning better ways or are really engaging with digital medias more so than ever because right now they have the time to do it. That, that's interesting. Right? Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're, you're actually bringing up a point. I, I was talking to one of our beta testers. And um, she had mentioned that was a struggle for her because she couldn't figure out why her sales were up. Was it associated with just because people are at home? Are these real new customers that'll be her customers long term? And that's something right. people struggle with. Like, is this a, a temporary bump, or can I make this sustain? Can this be sustainable for me? And that's that. That yeah. kind of leads back to building your audience because then you can measure who really is part of your your tribe or your club, right? So I think that's an important point. So as we kind of wrap up, um, you had any closing thoughts for the audience, you want to uh, takeaways you want to give them? You gave them a ton of nuggets. I think people are going to really get a lot out of this, but um, just any like closing thoughts that you think are important around building uh, digital audiences through social media? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I think the only thing that I would say is, uh, you know, really just focus on being a, you know, being a good person. I think uh, that sounds like so weird, but uh, at, at the end of the day, that's a really big part of, of what it is. Right. I mean, mm. if, uh, if you were to meet somebody out in public uh, and the way that you would engage with that person, uh, you know, to be the best of yourself uh, is, is really in a way that you want to be through your social media, through your digital presence and for all of your, all of your, you know, your, your users and stuff. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, you want to be their number one fan, mm. right? You want to be cheering them on. You want to be supporting them. You want to be representing them because, you know, you're asking them in, in a way, what, mm. whatever you're doing and how to build this, this following. I mean, in a way, what you're doing is saying, look, 
what you did before was crazy and I can't believe you're doing it and we're going to help you do it better. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be a little bit of courage and, and power to help them do that too. Right. Um, and so you really want to be there to support and uplift your, the people that are going through this, this journey with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really tackle your social media, your website, your brand messaging, uh, your relationships that way. And what ends up happening is, you know, you make them better off. Right. And when you make them better off, then they want to come back and support you and tell other people. Right. Um, right. because they have such an incredible experience. So, so really just focus on that connection, uh, really build that connection, really support, uh, the people that are a part of your ecosystem and just let that, let that play out on itself. And, uh, I, I think people will see a lot, uh, a lot more meaningful interactions. Uh, but also, you know, I think people will get more excited and, and energetic about what they're doing on a day-to-day basis. Oh, that, that's, that's great. And, uh, I think sometimes we can overcomplicate these things. It, at the end of the day, it's about demonstrating warmth and competence, a rap to your audience, right? They they need you to be human. That's why I'm I'm big on this more be more human kick because uh, people forget just because you're on social, it's you should act the same way you were if you were talking to them or interacting or showing them something. Yeah. And sometimes we over engineer how we need to present ourselves and as, uh, people sense authenticity. And so if you can demonstrate that, I, I think it's a carry a long way. It's something we're working towards ourselves as you know, I'm trying to grow my business, but uh, we can all do better at that. But it, we keep that top of mind. I, I believe it'll change the way you approach how you interact with your digital audiences. So, so, so I, last thing. More. Oh, well, thanks. So the last thing we want people, yeah. if they want to get in touch with you at Tucon and, or interested in talking to you further or interested in the services you offer, can you kind of, Tell us how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'd actually be happy to take, uh, you know, phone calls or email. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also follow us at, uh, at Toucan Family. So T-O-U-C-A-N Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our tag for all of our digital presences. Um, uh, and really, uh, that's just Instagram and uh, Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if you want to reach out, what I would say is actually just either, you know, give me a call or send me an email. So if you want to send me an email, it's going to be shy. So S H Y at toucanfamily.com. Okay. Um, and if you want to, if you want to give me a call, feel free to do that too. Uh, it's two, four, zero, nine, nine, four, nine, seven, three, four. And that'll go straight to my phone. If I don't answer, just go ahead and leave me a message. Um, sometimes I'm just caught up on calls or something. Uh, but I always get back. So, I'd, I'd be happy to hear from you. I'd be happy to sit down and talk. Um, and really looking forward to uh, to seeing where I can add value for you. Okay, great. And we'll we'll put all the information in the show notes in addition to your website. And uh, I think a lot of awesome. people got a ton of value out of this. I appreciate your time. This has been wonderful. And um, until the next episode of 1M Strong, we appreciate you listening and have a great day, everybody. 